Hey y'all, welcome to Shades of Brown, the podcast that discusses the ever-evolving and sometimes contradicting thoughts of a Black millennial. I'm your host, Allie B, and I'm so thankful that you are here with me for another episode. If you're new here, hey! Today, or this week rather, we have another guest who is actually a returning guest. You may recognize him from season two of Shades of Brown. He was on the episode, Is Christianity the White Man's Religion? Keith Roberson is back with us for a second time. Keith is a content creator, apologist, and he's the host of two wonderful podcasts, one being Thank God for the Group Chat and the other, I Pray This Helps. How you doing, Keith? I'm good. How you doing? Doing good. It's so good to have you back. And don't fret, don't fret, y'all. This episode will be much more lighthearted than is Christianity the white man's religion. (laughs) Keith challenged me to um, put the heavy stuff aside for a week. No, I did not. Did I? Yeah. I don't, I vaguely remember the conversation. Maybe I shouldn't say challenged, encouraged. Did I? No, you came to me and you said, this stuff is, this stuff is heavy stuff. And I was like, let's do it. Okay. <laughs> I think you wanted, I think you wanted to have a lighthearted episode. So I'm here for it. I'm here for you. If that's what you want to do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. I'm looking at this, this text thread. It says otherwise. Cool. <laughs> What I do remember, though, is one of the topics I suggested. You was like, yeah, that's not light, sis. <laughs> like, that ain't light. <laughs> so I'm learning how to, like, you know, not be deep waters all the time. You don't think that's what people love you for? I guess. I think so. Like, you know what I mean? Because I think that's the importance of this show, Shades of Brown. Like, let's talk about the things that aren't necessarily talked about all the time and things that are looming in people's minds. You know what I mean? So I think that's why people love this show. I, you know what I mean? I I liked I liked you on, on Facebook today, actually. Thank you, Keith. You got a lot of likes. It's, um, so yeah, if y'all haven't done it already and you have a Facebook, go um and search Shades of Brown and you'll see Allison's beautiful face up there and Thank click you. like. Thank you. you. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. For sure. I, I do. I do. Thank you for that. Because I'd be like, no Lord, Jesus, I just be in deep waters all the time. Like, let me just. I think so many, you know, and I know this isn't the topic and I know you're trying to be <laughs> lighthearted. But see, like, so. See, I'm trying. Yeah, see? Yeah, I mean, but hey, you know what I mean? So when, you know, a lot of, I think a lot of black, black millennial Christians they want that, you know what I mean? You got a lot of this surfacey, milky type of Christianity, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And people, they want to be able to go deeper because the world is going deeper with, you know what I mean? The world is presenting to them a deeper reality. That's why you got a lot of this Afrocentrism and there's nothing wrong with being Afrocentric to a point, you know what I mean? But like, we got to get back to our roots. And I'm like, you're not understanding that. This is our roots and you're not mm. understanding that Christ is immense in that he is inf- he is infinite. He is uncomprehensible. Like you cannot figure him out. You know what I mean, to the point where you can always, always go deeper in, in Christ. And, you know, voodoo has an end. You know, 
all of that other stuff. I don't want to give credence and promote these other things, but yeah. like all of that type of stuff, it has an end to it. And God, he has no end. So, yeah. Listen, I think it's important for people to know that, which is what this podcast does. Thank you for that. And thank you for that word. I mean, the man just preached in two minutes flat. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I love it. I love it. We see I when I try to do light, I, I end up going deep. I just it's just it's just who I am. So thank you for that. Yeah. Um yeah. I, I needed that affirmation, Keith. Thank you. <laughs> Amen. Amen. For sure. All right, y'all. Well, we didn't kind of already started unpacking it, but let's unpack it. <laughs> so happy Black History Month. Absolutely. Happy Black History Month. Keith and I, we share the same favorite comedian, and his name is Kev on stage. <laughs> and- <laughs> oh, you're being very facetious. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Proceed. <laughs> <laughs> and our favorite comedian a few weeks ago made a post like, mm-hmm. what's the craziest thing you've seen in church? So because he's our favorite, I want us both to answer <laughs> I want us both to answer this question. Keith, what is the craziest thing you have witnessed yourself in church? In church? Um, uh, I was very young. I was about like seven or eight. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not really a funny story. Does it have to be funny? Crazy. Whatever crazy. Okay. It, it, this was very crazy. This was very crazy. Funny enough. And I, I come from a very small, uh, yeah, a very small town. So it's not like um, mega preachers come to our church all the time or anything like that. But we were at a different church. Um, I'm from Jersey. So it was this, um, you know, this organization called the Seacoast Ministry. So all of the churches on the Seacoast hmm. and all of that, they come together, have services and things of that nature and and do things. I don't fully know what it's all for. Hopefully it's for the glory of God. Um, but they had at the time they had a very young pastor Jamal Bryant come and, and and preach, right? And everybody, you know, the church was packed because it's this new, young, exciting preacher, this dynamic preacher. And I'm sitting right next to this woman who is out of her mind, like literally out of her mind. Like at the time, I didn't, you know, well, she she reeked of alcohol, mm-hmm. so that might have that might have uh uh added to it yeah you know so he's he's up there preaching and she jumps up she stands up and she's like shut up oh shut up you sit down you you shut up you don't know so she's cursing him out the whole time he's preaching and i'm like why why don't y'all send this lady out somewhere like i'm not saying lead a church but like she's distracted obviously so they didn't usher her out I, maybe at some point, oh uh, but God. I remember this went on for quite a, this went on for quite a bit. <laughs> and I was, I remember just being in awe of his, like his composure and how yeah. he just didn't acknowledge her wow. whatsoever. No, at one point he acknowledged her. Like she was like giving praise to him. He was like, I appreciate it. I'm like, she's mm-hmm. not like <laughs> helping you out. <laughs> and I think he knew that a younger me was like, she's not cheering you on, sir. You know, but yeah, that's that's pretty wild. That was very crazy to me. Yeah, that's pretty wild. Being a PK, like born basically on the on the church pew, I've got countless. So, um, 
Yeah, it's just be some crazy stuff. So I'm not gonna say this is the craziest. Um, mm-hmm. but the few that came to my mind was one. Um, this one wasn't funny at the time. I was kind of just like, oh my gosh. But looking back, it's actually hilarious. I won't say his name because he's since passed and he's well respected in the church mm. of God in Christ. So I won't say his name. <laughs> Okay, you, you dwindled it down quite a bit just now. <laughs> I'll say it's a Kojic <laughs> bishop um, that used to pastor in Georgia, um, and he was. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, I want to paint the picture for the people, right? And he was a great friend of my dad's. You know, he would come to our church. You know, maybe like once every couple years for revival. So of course, mm-hmm. preacher friends exchange the the. The courtesy. So my dad would visit his church as well. Well, this one weekend, my dad and my dad's church, we all went to this bishop's church in Georgia. You know how it is when you got like a three o'clock service, you got the guest church coming, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and a pastor never wants the guest church to outnumber his congregation. It's like, come back to church, right? Well, our church outnumbered their members. And this bishop straight up was upset and got up in the pulpit. Oh, wow. And basically cussed out his members for not being there. Like, they didn't come back. <laughs> so he cursed out the people that were there. Were, were not there. They weren't there. But I'm saying, like, all, but he, in a way, he cursed out the people that actually came. Right. <laughs> and and that that was the, like, irony of it all. It's just like, they're not even right. here. Like, they're not here, sir. <laughs> how mad do you have to be to come up in your pulpit and cuss your own people out? <laughs> It is embarrassing. It's embarrassing. Um, man. Um, another one. Of course, I've oh. seen, you know, like. Oh, oh you no, giving no, multiples? No, no, I got, yeah, I yeah. got, I got Go multiples. Because <laughs> you said craziest. So, all right. Speaking of, because you're talking about memory now. Um, we, <laughs> our church, um, you know, my dad's church, we went to some church in New York, I believe it was. And um, we outnumbered their members. <laughs> Um, and we were a small church, but we outnumbered their members at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, the pastor calls up his wife to, to, you know, to maybe like pray or sing or something. Mm-hmm. It's a very small church. She comes out. It was a very, I've never seen a ghetto or uh, <laughs> a service in my entire life. She comes out of the back, right? Like, but the back in the, the back in the, in the, uh, the oh, pulpit man. were like right next to each other. Yeah. So she had to walk through the pulpit <laughs> and then had to push past the choir that so she like, and she was fussing the whole time. I'm back here cooking and you want me to <laughs> sing a song? I'm I'm back here cooking. I'm just trying to I'm not I'm just trying to get this stuff together for y'all. Oh, and all man. that he wanted me to come up here and sing. It was like, oh my gosh. That is hilarious. That's hilarious. She, she ain't even sing all that great for her to be making all, <laughs> making all that fuss. You should be grateful if somebody asks you to sing. Just sing Just for the sing glory the of the Lord. Yeah. Okay. I have two quick, um, two more quick ones. So one, um, and I'm pretty sure we've all seen some version of this. You know, someone shouting gets out yeah. of control and they hurt somebody or themselves. Where this time, this um, lady, she wasn't a typical shouter, right? So to see her get happy was like, oh. The spirit yeah. is really moving because you don't typically be yeah. the one, you know, running around. Well, she right. got happy, took off running and ran around the sanctuary. And she got mm-hmm. all she was like 
90% around the, you know, around the sanctuary, she got to the front where the microphone stands were. Cause it's back when we had like the stands, you know, you put the mics with the cord all on a, you know, in one line in the front of the sanctuary. Um, and she got around that corner to get in the front of the sanctuary and her eyes were closed while she was running. And she ran smack dab into one of the microphone stands and it was a tall one. So it hit her like in the face, like she hit it. And then it made a noise. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. She was so happy. She was, I mean, like, <laughs> That's not funny. Just imagine someone running full speed around the church and like they run smack dab into a microphone stand in their face. Bruh. I was like, wow, that really just happened. That really just happened. Okay, my last one. Um, Wait, was she okay? I guess. You know, Did when you get... happy, I mean, I'm, I'm sure she was her afterwards, but in the moment it was like the spirit is high. And, you know, Sometimes that's how you know if it's real or not. Listen. You know what I mean? Like, as if a person. <laughs> she was like, ouch! Daggone it! Daggone it! Who put this here? I'm trying my brain. She didn't make any type of, you know, scene or, or any reaction. Like, honestly, I think if I remember correctly, she was still kind of just like in the spirit, you know? So I'm like, whoa. That's that was, okay. That's crazy. Um, if you're not, you better fake like you are. Right, right. Like I used to do when, like, they would, like, force me to, like, be slain and it's like okay do i get up now like <laughs> oh my like, god i'm gonna count to 30 can i get up now <laughs> just land it like uh, why am i on the floor it's dirty down here <laughs> i want to be yeah, on the floor I don't... <laughs> if i if, fam if i fall out i fall out you know what yeah. i mean but don't make me go yeah. down don't yeah. make me go come on man yeah yeah i've got a couple of stories like yeah. that i even had yeah. one person um I guess now knowing like, okay, the shenanigans of ministry, like I think some people can be embarrassed when you don't fall out. It's like they don't have anointing or the power. Well, for me, it's not even that big of a deal. Like, like you said, I'm gonna fall, I'm gonna fall. But this particular person was known for like being a bully in the alt at the altar. Like she would be like beating up people. So when I got prayed for, I had a posture like, okay, I'm gonna like sturdy myself so that she doesn't like knock me out. Um, you ain't gonna punk me. So I wasn't being like defiant or rebellious, but I just want to make sure, like, if I fall, it won't be because she pushed me. It'll be because you know whatever. Right. It was the and whole, yeah. <laughs> she was praying for me, and she was like, you know, pushing on my forehead. And the lady beside me who was helping her um, was like, she's like, come on, come on, Brie, come fall on, down. come on, Brie. And I'm like, what you mean, come on, like? <laughs> What you want me to do? Like, I receive what the lady's saying. Like, because like, I receive it. She was, I received, she was spot I on. It. She legit was spot on. You are, right? saying, you are saying the exact things I need to hear right now. Praise the Lord. I'm not going down. I'm not going down. <laughs> Why do you want me to fall? Why do I have to fall? Anyways. Okay, so this last mm, one, this mm, last story, mm. this one's pretty funny because. We come against the spirit of embarrassment in, in church. <laughs> Which is really um, pride, actually. Hello. Anyway, mm. who, anywho, mm. Mm. there's this guy who, um, you know how I'd be like when the, the folks who maybe, you know, they, they come off the street or they were unchurched and they come, you know, get saved. And they just excited. So they just like they want to tell of the goodness yeah. of the Lord every chance they get. So this man, I think it was like a revival, like a Friday night revival kind of thing. He testified. Wait, I wait, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm I'm still stuck on the last story. What's her <laughs> name? Whose name was Britt? Hers or yours? Oh my I, me. Okay. Cause yeah. I'm like, if she's 
<laughs> I thought she was egging. I thought she was egging the other lady. You know? No, she was like, she was trying to get me to fall. As, if, as if I was being like, Come on, Prophet and Samuels, you can do it. <laughs> <laughs> you you done took down, you done took down way stronger than her. Come on. She ain't nothing. She ain't nothing. <laughs> <laughs> That is hilarious. So that is hilarious. <laughs> Come on, like having man. a hype man, <laughs> yes, a prophet. A, yes, yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh. Saul <laughs> saying random scriptures from Saul slayed thousands. <laughs> <laughs> Reverend Samuel slayed tens of thousands. You can get her down. This ain't this ain't nothing. This ain't nothing. The harder they come, the bigger oh, they fall. Oh Lord Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord, that is hilarious. All right. Okay, my bad. So this this other story, I, I had to get clarity. <laughs> they, they Come on. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, mm. let me gather myself. <laughs> okay, so the guy is testifying. It wasn't even like testimony service, but some kind of way he got the microphone. And he was testifying and um, he was, it was like a medical, like a, he was testifying of God's healing power. Mm, He was mm. saying, yeah, I've been struggling with this itch, you know, and I've really been itching and (laughs) hold on. I cannot (laughs) tell this story. Jesus. (laughs) Heavenly Father. So he's saying, you know, like, I just been really struggling. Like, and doctors couldn't figure it out. And, and he's just going on and on. Then he starts like pointing to the area of his body that was itching. And he points to, to his crotch. He points to his crotch, like, yeah, I've just been, right, just been this itch. And, and he's going on mm-hmm. about this itch. <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, you know, I guess the, the story is, you know, God delivered him from the itch or whatever. Something happened. And then he, you know, he's praising God because he doesn't have the itch anymore. And then he points out to his fiance, like, yeah, my fiance is here with me. And I praise God because it's some, some, something and whatever she's done for him or been for him or supporting him in this journey. And I'm just like, wait, 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 wait. You are newly engaged mm-hmm. and you are testifying about this itch in your crotch and you mm-hmm. want to point her out. She does not want to be associated with you in this moment, sir. Like. No time like the present. <laughs> I want y'all to know nobody else got to worry about this itch but me, her, and God. <laughs> well, if any one of y'all single women out here was worried about me and thought that y'all could get up on this good stuff here, I'm spoken for. I'm and I'm about to be married. So now, so don't even don't even be concerned about it that much. Just pray for me. I'm so I, and I've been delivered. And so now. Oh. That's my fiance over there. And I can't remember. I can't remember exactly what he said, but I remember turning to my my friend, my church friend beside me, like, yo, that's not he ain't he can't get rid of that. <laughs> like it, it's staying. It ain't going that ain't went nowhere. Maybe the symptom lived, but that ain't going nowhere. I remember yeah. whatever there was something he said that made us think think like, yeah, this this is not a miracle, sir. Like you just got a break in your symptoms. That's it. Um, and it was so hilarious because. When it when it took when the testimony how come he couldn't be how come he couldn't be delivered uh-uh, uh-uh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the Lord just gave you a break he, mm-hmm. he's coming back <laughs> he's got that, that thing 
had them gripped. <laughs> oh my gosh. I pray you truly are um healed from that, man. For real. That's so rude. <laughs> oh man, I now feel bad. Oh, you should feel terrible. <laughs> You ain't God ain't the God ain't deliver you. <laughs> uh uh-uh. uh. Mm. Oh man, my cousin's ex wife was the MC at the time, and uh, when it took a left turn, she was behind him like, "Amen," and trying to get the microphone. Yeah, Amen. All right, and you know he started clapping to like hurry it up, but he wasn't budging. He was not budging. He was going to tell of the goodness of the Lord of how the Lord that's healed him from this crotch itch. That's, that's right. <laughs> No, nah, man, like, because this got me thinking for real, for real. No, like, how Keith, this... no, no, no. It was like fire. <laughs> Shut up in my bones. I've got to, I've got to tell Absolutely somebody not. about the goodness of, of Jesus. No. Yes. We were I'm so gross. But out. How discreet should we be in church? You know, discretion is very important. I think discretion is a fruit of the spirit. Mm-hmm. It's not though. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not <laughs> self control. Now self control. Yeah, that that that's a part of it, right? That was so out of line. Um, this man, no, no, Keith. <laughs> all right, all right. That thing took me. Y'all got tears in my eyes. Because mm. he, he was pointing, y'all. Imagine a man with a microphone and he's just pointing and like okay. being demonstrative okay. of the itch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Understandable. <laughs> but I'm going to tell y'all about the goodness of the Lord. I had an itch. I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm not gonna say where. See, okay. See? But it's going there, because it's gone. But but I but but I've been in church my whole life. We we, we were talking about unchurched people. You know what I'm saying? Uh, maybe look. I thought I came up here to tell y'all this, thinking y'all be happy for me. Listen, if y'all not gonna be happy for me, I'm gonna <laughs> just go sit down. And let me tell you something. And when he left, I ain't see him again. <laughs> yeah. They probably. I don't told remember him to ever seeing that man again. <laughs> Cause y'all put the itch back on him, talking about he ain't been <laughs> no. delivered and all. That. I it came back. I hope, I hope it's Beyonce got herself, you know, together too, and hope she's okay. Cause you know, yeah. And I hope that wasn't her first time finding out. Now that would be wild. <laughs> I doubt. It. I doubt. It. I hope. I hope not. <laughs> like yeah, but I got a testimony. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna, you gonna find out when they find out. Tell all y'all about the goodness. You gonna find out when the church find out. You think I'm gonna tell you before I tell the church? No. Oh man. No, no, oh. that's not how this gonna work out. Yeah, no, it's, it's gonna play out. I'm gonna tell the bride of Christ before I tell my Jesus. own bride. <laughs> so many stories. That church in particular. That church was it was all kinds of shenanigans. It was like this lady. This lady. She would go to the altar every Sunday. And she would, you know, lift her hands and worship or whatever. Mm. But she would do this body movement like she was. um... Mm. (laughs) Mm. I wish I could see me. She would do this body movement with her hands and her body and her face like she was really enjoying a moment. 
And it was just always like, I don't think this is appropriate. <laughs> like, like what's happening right now. You, 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 you like the stifle of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> no, that ain't the Holy Spirit. You don't that's think, a, you don't think. That's the spirit. <laughs> we can agree on that. Okay. You don't think that the Holy Spirit, like, I've heard people say like that sometimes, um, sometimes the Holy Spirit will give them like a certain sensation, like to the point where it's like orgasmic for them. So, so I did learn that th- mm-hmm. this, thank you for saying that. Cause I'm, I love to nerd out on stuff like this. Mm-hmm. There is, um, a correlation between the sensations and the, um, chemicals that are released in our bodies. Um, in sex and in worship. So like mm. there's this euphoric mm. sensation that happens, right? Mm. So that is actually scientifically proven. Cause I'm not sure if it's dopamine or ser- it's one of those chemicals, serotonin. So something is released in mm. both moments. So like exercise, worship, sex, something like that. So I'll give you that, Keith. I'll give you, there is a correlation. However, mm. comma, you ain't got to demonstrate it with your body <laughs> at the altar. Why you? Why y'all looking at me? It's me and him. I'm with me and my God right now, man. Get on my level. (laughs) (laughs) That is real though, y'all. Y'all can can look it up. That's that's actually factual. It's also why a lot of um, you'll hear a lot of um, male ministers talk about how after they have ministered or after they after church, they are the most vulnerable to oh yeah for sure to, oh for sure to follow yeah yeah i mean yeah yeah <laughs> absolutely oh you, do you have do you have the stories do you have a story no i mean no nah, i mean i mean just because well i mean no i mean i don't have any experiences like at like right after ministering or anything but i know that the devil is he's on a, he's on the attack you know what i'm saying and for that's sure. you know not the I know he's not being serious for real, for real today, but like, yeah. So that's what I'm just saying. I agree. Yeah. yeah. That is one of the things that the devil likes to use. Mm-hmm. But that's what, but that's Jesus. Like Jesus went into the wilderness because, you know I mean? Jesus would leave because virtue would leave him. You know what yeah. I mean? Like he would, he would be like, oh man, I got to go and I got to, yeah. I got to re up. I yeah. got to re up on God. Like, yeah. You know I mean, being filled um, I learned this about being filled, and I know this is uh, murky waters for a lot of like different denominations and stuff. But being filled with the Holy Spirit, being baptized in the Holy Spirit, and being filled with the Holy Spirit are two different things. Like being filled with the Holy Spirit is like you can have. Let me not say being baptized. Uh, let me put it in simpler terms because you know I can hear people now. I can hear the apostolics and the Pentecostals. <laughs> you know that you talk about. I'm unsubscribing from Shades of Brown. Um, she got it. She got to do it on the show. Um, <laughs> um, being having the Holy Spirit and being filled with the Holy Spirit are two different go. things. Yes, yes. Because me and Allison, right now, we're both we both have the Holy Spirit. I can honestly say, right now, am I filled up with the Holy Spirit right now? No. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that's a, that's why the Lord is like, yo, be, you know what I mean? Like, yo, you yeah. gotta pray, you gotta read, you gotta see first the kingdom of God. Come to me. You know what I mean? Because we leak. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we have to we have to keep coming to um to the well that never runs dry. You know what I mean? So 
Yeah, they both. Yeah, God. Yeah. I be getting happy for real. I think I be playing. It don't take much for me. Listen. It's good. I, but that's probably because you feel. Because, like, when I'm filled with the Holy <laughs> Spirit, bro, like, it'll be, I'll be watching, like, anything. You say a word. I'm no. like, oh, the Lord, the Lord <laughs> is just like, yo, flood you with all of this stuff. I'm like, Holy Spirit, please go slower, please. Because. <laughs> no, for real. It'll be one word. Listen, mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I, I kid y'all not. I am not playing with y'all. And I know I'm going to sound crazy because it's crazy. But I was at a Fantasia concert up in tongue. I just couldn't <laughs> help myself. <laughs> well, my, <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I think you and I will agree. Fantasia has an anointing on her oh, life. And 1000%. I just wish that she would just stop playing because the gifts come without repentance. But and she just needs to stop playing. What makes altogether. it a little bit funnier is. On the way there, though, we had took some shots and I was a little bit tipsy. So, like, oh, wow. <laughs> it was okay. like all of that at once. It was just a lot. But when I tell you I was up in worship, I was like, wait a minute, wait, this ain't this ain't church. <laughs> she ain't even singing gospel. <laughs> you, you went with what you knew. Listen, you just went, you just went listen, to what you <laughs> I'm not gonna quench the spirit. <laughs> I don't care where I'm at. How do we feel about Bath and Body Works celebrating Black History Month with their designs? They have like kente cloth designs on their products and stuff. Like, is this appropriate? Is this appropriation? Is this offensive? Are we mad? Are we not? Are we okay? I'm desensitized. They're doing what businesses are supposed to do. We're supposed to capitalize on the national holiday. That's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to make money off of holidays. Should we have given more effort? Maybe. I say, you know, maybe next time, you know, give us different fragrances. Like, you know, what what do you think Harry and Tubman <laughs> smell like? You know, wow. you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm, I'm I, definitely kidding. I, <laughs> do, do not do that because that will get y'all in way more trouble than this, than this Kente Club. <laughs> I feel like... Just don't do anything. I'm just trying give to all the like, just, give, like, just, no. give, if just give black people 50% off and then we'll be straight. Y'all, Bruh. y'all, y'all prices will Bruh. shoot through the roof. You know what I mean? That's it. Our it's skin like gonna, our skin gonna break out. So we, you know what I mean? We're not gonna come back. But at least y'all, y'all get what y'all supposed to get. <laughs> hey man, I'm not gonna front. First of all, we not canceling bad. My body sister body. got eczema, and she be the first Stop. person up with some bad body work. I'm like, like. This ain't for you. We need to be over at Walmart getting a, a big old Palmer's um, cocoa butter. No, it's this is talk like, about this is your like, roots. Bath Myers have the chokehold on us because I legit <laughs> I get more compliments when all I wear is Bath Myers Works lotion versus yeah. my most expensive perfumes. I'm just like mm. they be like, oh, you smell good. I'm like they be like, what you wearing? I'm like, it's just lotion from Bath and Body Works. <laughs> well, I, I know that. I ain't nothing. Listen. He had attitude for it. <laughs> My God, chill out. I'm just, I'm just saying it's, it's just like, a $10 bottle of lotion. L- l- listen to this peasant who's listen. never had anything in life. <laughs> Asking me what I got on. But for real, I just be like, okay, well, if it works, let it work. <laughs> 
And I ain't gonna hold you. Some of them designs is cute. Some of them bottles and candles look cute to me and the little black history stuff. So like, hey, I, I, I agree with you. I'm in a, in a way desensitized because I was like, oh, wait, we're mad. We're supposed to be mad about something? What we're mad at? What they didn't do? I'm like, oh, they doing what they do. You know? We, we um, I've been telling people this for years. Like, you know, people get mad at like certain things like, Oh, you got this white person wearing this black person's shirt and this, that, and the third. You got this on the website. Fam, you're drawing people to the very thing you want them to be deterred from. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 outrage marketing is what it's called. Mm. You know what I mean? So if we're going to be outraged because um, they're slapping kente cloth on <laughs> products that they already have, like... <laughs> Man, we can't be mad at everything. Like, if you mm-hmm. outraged about everything, then you're outraged about nothing. You know what I'm saying? One thousand percent agree. Yeah, you gotta pick and choose your battles. 1, like, is this the agree. hill you want to die on? The yeah. Bath and Body Works, Kente Club Hill. <laughs> yeah. I will say this though, I'm just I'm just tired of these corporations doing everything, literally everything except for the things we're asking for. It's not like we're you know having people guess. <laughs> We've been very clear with our requests and demands. This is, this is what we want. This is what we want. <laughs> this is what we want. 50% off at Bath and Body Works every Black History Month. That's all we're asking <laughs> for from y'all. You know, some people they're gonna try to trick the system. So we gonna have we gonna they we gonna have to require that, that, like that 2%, a blood test. That two percent rule. Everybody. If you got a yeah, drop in you, you yeah, black. Nah, nah, they don't nah. yeah, nah. No, no. Cause there's a bunch of white people out here that's that's hiding that two percent, but then they gonna want to expose it during Black History <laughs> Month, nah, and stock up on all the soaps, nah. <laughs> we need. Eat. I don't want to put a percentage on it because you might have like some ten percent black people oh, listeners no. and stuff. You know what I mean? But like, it got to be a percentage that we all agree on, like the Black mm. Coalition agrees on. I mean, like, I just yeah, feel like you need a parent that's black. I think that's pretty simple to me. <laughs> if if at least one of your parents is black, you're black. It's fair, simple to but, be. But fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> so the Super Bowl just passed, but we're recording this before the Super Bowl. So I want to know, do you think the halftime show is going to be as lit as everyone's expecting it to? Are we hyping it up too much? Is it going to be overrated? What are your thoughts? Or is this exactly what we need? What do you think? You've been asking me all these questions. <laughs> what do you think? I, I see all the hype around it, you know, with all the people. Mary, I don't even know all, all the names. Mary J, Snoop, and a bunch of other people. Um, Dr. Dre, Mary J. Blige, Eminem. Kendrick Lamar and Snoop Dogg. So, like, I want to be as excited as all of my fellow Blacks, especially mm. because it's Black History Month, right? It's like this is mm. a moment. But I, I guess I am not um, aware enough of hip hop history to really appreciate mm. this moment. And I okay. really want to be excited, like, oh, this is gonna be lit. But okay. if I'm keeping it in the book. I don't even listen to them. <laughs> uh, neither do I. Neither do I. Um, 
I'm glad you went first because hopefully I can help you become excited because I haven't been excited about a halftime show in years. Mm-hmm. So this would be the first one that I was excited about maybe ever. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, so all of these people that are performing have worked with Dr. Dre in some capacity. Oh. Dr. Dre is from Los Angeles. The Super Bowl is taking place in Los Angeles. The the Los Angeles Rams are playing. Um, Who is it? The the Bengals, I believe, made the Super Bowl. Yeah, I think it's the Bengals and the the Rams. So it's LA, 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 right? Oh, okay. That's exciting. It is exciting. I'm not necessarily excited about the music selection. I'm more so excited to see these mega stars how they'll come together and how they're intertwined and weave in throughout the performance. So say that the halftime show is maybe 20 to 30 minutes. You've got five major acts up there. Yeah. How are y'all going to do this and do it well? You know what I mean? How do you make sure, like, are you about to just do one-offs for each person? Because that's not how y'all marketed it. Y'all marketed it like it was going to be like this big old thing. If somebody, if Dr. Dre is hosting it, I'm assuming that Dr. Dre is hosting it. Mm-hmm. That's just my prediction. If I'm right, that's what's up. If not, it's just a prediction. Um, I'm assuming that Dr. Dre would would host it, and other, you know, and you know, he's bringing out other people. But how would you go about doing it? That's what I'm excited yeah. about. You know I mean, like logistically, um, how do you pull this so off? So you have black people's attention, right? Because of the acts. Yeah. How do you pull it off? But you have black people's attention. You got white people's attention. But how are you going to keep it? You know what I mean, but you got people up there that love those people. You know, what I mean, like you have those mainstream acts. Snoop Dogg is a mainstream act. He's the most popular um, rapper in the entire world. You know what I mean? He's the most wow. recognized. Yeah, he's the most recognized rapper of all time. You know, so like, you know, your grandmother knows Snoop Dogg. You know what I mean? You know, that's actually very true. You know what I'm saying? Well, like everybody, you know, but like grandmothers. <laughs> yeah, like older people, older generations that Snoop Doggy Dog. Yeah. Y'all listen to that Snoop Dogg. Like he's been <laughs> in their mouths for years. Yeah. Pause. You know what I'm saying? So you got him, <laughs> major pause. <you> <laughs> <laughs> you got um, Eminem who, um, you know, what I mean, that's just white people, period. You know, what I mean, like mm-hmm. they'll just buy an album without even hearing it from Eminem. Like he goes platinum just, hey, I'm releasing an album and he's platinum. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then you got Kendrick Lamar who lets white people say the N word at his concerts. You know what I mean? So, you know, what I mean, super mainstream artists. You know what I'm saying? So I'm excited about how they're going to pull it off with all of those big names. And like, if Mary J. Blige, how many songs is she going to do? She's got, let's get it crunk up on up. But she's not like a halftime show performer. What's she going to do? No drama? I don't know. I saw Mary What's J. She gonna do? She's probably going to do real love. Yeah. Her, her live performances are underwhelming. Yeah. I'm rocking with her right now because she is Monet <clears throat> on Power Book 2, Ghost. And let me tell you something. She killing that role. Is she? She is. Like I, I mean, be forgetting she's. I'm saying it as it. I'm saying it as a person who's seen all 20 episodes of it, and so I'm still asking, is she killing it? You're telling me that she is. So 
Are you caught up? Did you have you seen? um, Yeah, I saw that lackluster last episode (laughs) that's supposed to air tonight. Yeah, um, I watched it last night and I was like, right. It was underwhelming. It both nine and 10 were underwhelming because it's like episode eight came with that fire. Like so much was happening. And then it was like, all right, well, we have nothing else to give y'all. It's, it's it's almost like the studio was like, I know we told y'all eight episodes, but we need two more. Yes, that is exactly what it feels like. And Lauren um, is dead. <laughs> and we, y'all not going to show us nothing? Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> we should have said, well, well, yeah, at this point, y'all are not that Lauren was dead, but they confirmed that she's dead. But it's like, mm. but where the body at? Um, we gotta we gotta see somebody. We die. gotta see we gotta see the body because that was just odd. Right. Um, right. I don't know. It was just it was just interesting. I didn't expect. I I did expect for Monet and Kane's plan, you know, to go with Mecca. We knew that wasn't gonna happen, right? We knew they had no intention to actually kill Lorenzo. Um, okay. but I didn't know it was gonna be as predictable as it was. I was like, well, that I just was- need you to go with him and encourage him to kill his father because you actually killed. You actually killed. Yeah, your that father. was that was. So weird. if he find that out, and then <laughs> he was like, hey, hey, Kane, we're not actually gonna kill your dad. We just needed you to believe that you would. I mean, got the okay. Got now let's shoot these other people. Pointing, pull the trigger. He's like, "Oh yeah, wait, wait, Kane. They, they know we're here. We're, you're not gonna actually kill them." It's like it, it was interesting. Yeah, we need two more episodes from y'all. That's we know. We thought y'all was going. We know we signed on for eight episodes, but can y'all round up two more episodes for yeah. us, real quick? I love that Tariq told Davis, and we're. <laughs> Totally giving all the spoilers. Well, well, no, these won't be spoilers because this will come out. Like I said, this will come out for y'all. These aren't technically spoilers anymore because y'all haven't seen it by now. But I'm so happy that Tariq told Davis, you you ain't even winning the case. Like, give me a refund. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Besides him, like, um, murdering Professor Milgram on the stand, besides that moment, he ain't really been doing nothing. Like, Other than being fine. Listen, now, that nigga is fine. Whew. Mighty God, Prince of Peace, <laughs> Everlasting One. <laughs> that man a God. I don't get what I, I'm a man, so I don't get what women see him as a man. Listen. But like, I, I do appreciate when when women love a black man as much man. as they love method man. man. And so, you like, I'm happy this for recent him. this recent Essence cover. Child. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he's he's doing it. He's doing mm-hmm. his thing right now. He is 50 plus. He is. Um, so yeah, I love that Tariq was Tariq be having these one-liners that like are so hilarious. And I'm like, why aren't we like talking about this more? Because he's like talking about when he was when he walked in on Brayden and that girl doing it, and he called them like like chicken cutlets or something yeah, like that. I'm like, said, Yo. y'all look like y'all look like two thought out chicken cutlets <laughs> or something. Like, <laughs> oh wow, <laughs> yo, he is hilarious. Tariq is hilarious. Um, so yeah, that was, I was happy, um, that he got his sister and they were able to arrange things with Tasha and that we saw Tasha for a quick second and we saw our, um, well, not, I don't know, I, I love the what's that, what's the lawyer's name? Um, she's like the by the book. 
um, integral lawyer, def- not lawyer, um, detective or yeah, the black lady. Yeah, I was happy to see lady. her. And um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the black lady. The black lady. Yeah. Now, sex though, and I'm, I'm not gonna, gonna help you again. Don't call right, me. Right, right, right. Don't right. call me again. And Tasha's like, Tariq will surprise you. She's like, he already has. He already has. I'm like, hold on, hold on, hold on. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love, I love how I did start watching Forest last night too with Tommy. Hopefully that'll be do? good. Yeah, I Hopefully. watched it uh, today. Him having a black brother though is just the weirdest thing. It's okay. This I whole, was done. I was like, like the whole ghost and Tommy concept, like just let it die. Because they've recreated it with, with Tariq. And now they're recreating it with Tommy again. It's like the man. I need a black on. man. Every white every, behind every great white man. <laughs> okay. I don't disagree. Hey, I think is a black man not getting the credit that he deserves. Listen, <laughs> listen, Jack Daniels. Great Case in point. Man. Listen, we just not learned about uh the oh yeah mr um what's his name um uncle nearest Ernest uncle nearest uncle yeah. nearest yes I don't drink I don't drink um I, I did work I mean who cares but I don't drink <laughs> <laughs> um I worked at a liquor store a couple of years ago and um one of my co-workers he was excited to have a bottle he was like oh this is uncle nearest this is the uncle nearest bottle and he taught me all about about why it was so important I said I don't drink but I'm going to get a bottle of that and just yeah. have it in my house. So funny mm-hmm. story about that. Well, not really funny. It's interesting. So I went into a liquor store to buy a bottle. I don't drink whiskey, but mm-hmm. I want a bottle of Uncle Nearest because of the history of it. Right. Mm-hmm. So I go into the liquor store and um, I finally find it. And I'm just standing. I'm like, wait, y'all got no smaller bottles? Like the, the smallest bottle is $65? Nope. Uh, yes. So I'm standing there like, oh, this is a lot. So the uh, an older white guy comes beside me looking for a whiskey. And he's like, you know, what are you getting tonight? Or, you know, whatever. And I said, well, I'm thinking about Uncle Nearest. Um, I said, because I've been looking for this for a while now. Um, but, but I'm not sure yet. He said, oh, I've never heard of that. So I tell him the whole story, right? Tell him the whole mm-hmm. story. He was like, you know what? Well, I'm going to get me a bottle. Thank you for that. And I'm like, yep. you know what? Well, I'm good. I'm glad you are because I'm not getting it because this is too high. Yeah. <laughs> so. And he he went back there and got a, a a bottle of Jack Daniels. He act. I saw him check out. Like he got that bottle, and I saw him check out. And I was like, you know what? My job is done for the that's day. That's one less. That's one less bottle for them niggas to buy. <laughs> <laughs> I was proud of myself because I'm like, I'm not buying a sixty five dollar bottle, Uncle Nears. I love you and your lineage. But that's too high. <laughs> Just get this uncle nearest off the shelf. And he bought it though. I was like, you know what? We're gonna I, bury this. We're gonna bury this, and we're well, gonna continue to whitewash it like we've been doing he, well, for he all time. <laughs> I'm gonna bury this uncle nearest, just like, just like it should have been. <laughs> we gotta rebury the history of this. They be trying now. They trying to bear their history now. Okay. So, like, how do you mm-hmm. feel about Anita Baker coming back? I knew you was gonna come back. I prayed for this. Holy right. Spirit told me. 
She never had it. She never really could leave. She was like, this is my this is my final tour. I'm going on my farewell tour. I'm like, you're only 65 years old. Stop it, man. You'll be back. Listen, and when I that saw- money run out, there's only so many smooth jazz radios <laughs> playing anything. Anita Baker, like you not you wasn't getting no money from the streams. Yeah, you'll be back. Stop. Yeah. Stop it. So I'm not surprised. I teared up when I saw that announcement. I legit teared up like because I was sad I couldn't go to her farewell tour. And I'm like, what if I never get to see her? Answered prayer for sure. I saw Shaka Khan a couple years ago and she had to be in her mid 70s and she killed it. So I'm like, all right, if I can see Shaka when she around 70, I at least got another decade or so to see it. I need the show. I Lord, love you so willing. Lord willing. Lord willing. I'm like, Lord, just don't let her leave without me seeing her live and in person. Like, because that lady right there, mm. man. Who? Okay. Music. Welcome, welcome back, Anita. <laughs> Music Soul Child versus Anthony Hamilton. I think it's coming on tonight, the 15th. Who you got? Oh, okay. We, yeah, we're in the future. Yeah, it's coming <laughs> on, on uh February 15th. <laughs> my bad. I do a date, I do what my co-hosts do on, on my podcast. Uh-uh, today is today's <laughs> not Tuesday. It's Friday, it's Sunday. I'm like, shut up, shut up. <laughs> We're doing a show. Um, you said, what are my thoughts on it? Who you got? Who, do, who am I going for? Music So Child versus Anthony <laughs> Bro. <laughs> anybody, anybody thinking that um, Anthony Hamilton is going to come out of here um, with the W on February 15th, you don't know music, no pun intended. You don't know R&B music. I'm tired of, I don't even like this comparison. <laughs> I feel like you upset about this. <laughs> I am. I was very upset because I'm like, y'all can't see Key, but he's like his whole body language just changed. His hands moving. I don't. I don't like this comparison. I never put them two together. Like after what? Like because just the 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 distance between the two of them is so immense, right? Like Anthony, you've got some hits. But Anthony, you've had a long period of time like where you were this novelty act. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that's Anthony Hamilton with the scruffy beard and the and the raspy voice to match. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's <laughs> cool. Match. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. <laughs> there was <laughs> there was a long period of time when music was music. You know what I'm saying? Like when you were excited that music soul child was coming out with something and he was just come out of nowhere with it. And he was like, oh, here go music with another one. This one is going to be a hit. This one is going to be a hit. I'm not saying that music was ever this major act. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying when music came out, you felt it. I would say the first three albums, I would say, I just want to sing up until maybe the album with, um, I want to say Just Listen, because Just Listen is the second one. I would say three albums in. Maybe Soul Star, like right before. Right before Soul Star, Soul Star was like um, like the fall off, you know, sort of for all intents and purposes. Um, I got a list. Like, like if I could pull my list up of music, Soul Child, you know, like this is this is the this is the dis- disparity between the two of them. <laughs> like, it's not close. And I'm I'm tired of y'all acting like y'all know what y'all talking about, and y'all don't. 
I'm always tired of it. I'm I'm, I'm sick of it, man. Um, give music more respect than than this. I mean, I love Anthony Hamilton. He made one of my um one of an album that is one of my favorites. Point of it all is a great album to me. Um, the first album coming from where I'm from was a was a good album to me. But Anthony Hamilton is Anthony Hamilton, and Anthony Hamilton is going strong. He's doing sold out shows and all of that type of stuff. But music, when music was music, music was music. This is how dope music was. Music was like, I'm going to drop the soul child because I don't feel like I'm the soul child right now. I was like, okay, you don't feel like you're a soul child, but you still think that your name should be music? What's going on? (laughs) That's how dope music was. Nobody questioned that. (laughs) Just was like, all right, cool. Yeah. This is this is this is music soul child's list. This is just a list that I think of off the top of my head um, that I wrote down <laughs> on paper. Um, like this is this is what I think of when I think of music. Y'all forgetting these hits, just friends, aka Sunny in parentheses. Beautiful. Man. Girl next door. If I would have knew the yeah. girl next door would have been you. Yeah. Y'all forgetting that. Buddy, girl, it will be fly if you were my B U D D Y. Don't be don't change. Oh, don't change. Who knows? Break you off by the roots. Yeah, I forgot about that one. Break you off. I forgot about that one. Love, love. Come on, man. Yes, the answer is yes. Come on, man. Teach me, teach me how to love. Have crazy and my mind. Oh my God. It's not going to be fair, Allison. I'm trying to tell you. (laughs) Ah, yeah, by Robert Glasper. Now, that's that's kind of one that a lot of people don't know, but like, if you know it, you know it. If you leave featuring Mary J. Blige, um, you and me. Um, you and me is a song that Lil Wayne made even more popular than music did. Lil Wayne took music's whole verse and just rapped wow. it over a mixtape. Yeah, because oh, wow. I'm like, I'm listening. I'm like, how you just going to take music with <laughs> that song? I do radio. For the night, one, four, three, simple things. And he's on an album. He's on um, Ty Dolla Sign's um, latest album. Um, he's on there with a song called Your Turn, and he bodies everybody on it. Now, let's talk about Anthony Hamilton real quick. Okay. Starts off really great. And then it's like, OK, what are, what are we doing here? <laughs> this is not fair. They set him up for the slaughter. <laughs> Charlene. Mm-hmm. Classic. Woke up this morning, found a letter that she wrote. Sing, sing, Keith. Come on, sing, man. Keith. Sing your song. <laughs> Charlene is a great song. Classic. What's up, Sean? <laughs> um, point of it all. One of my favorite songs of all time. And the point of it all mm-hmm. is I love you. That's I love that song. Best of me. Giving you the best of me. I remember right? that. Uh, it, I mean, people know it. It'd be on, it'd be on like black um films oh like yeah, Tyler Perry and stuff yeah <laughs> no matter what the people say yeah I love you anyway yeah you are my life he I got some hits now go. like he got okay some, I'm hits, saying it starts off great the few he got they from where I'm from I'm from yeah right why by Jada Kiss 
Right? Okay. All know. my life I've been poor, but it really don't matter no more. Then they wonder why we act this way. Now be rules gonna be okay. okay. Right? Okay. Right. I'm a mess. That's not that's not a hit, but that's an album cut that everybody. I'm so torn up now. Can't believe I lost you. Lost my best friend, my soulmate. I gotta go Can't back and listen to this. See, I don't know these. I don't know these songs. We've invested in. That's a that's a great song. I'm a mess. If you don't play, I'm a mess. I'm gonna be a mess. Cool, <laughs> cool. He had a video for it featuring David Banner. Her okay. heart. That's from the point of it all. So in love by Jill Scott. Everything by Young Jeezy, which I don't even know that to be a song, but I looked it up on YouTube. It's one of his top play songs on there. After that, what do you got? So I named you got the Hamiltons is what you got. Okay, okay, that's what we're doing. <laughs> yes. One, two, three, <laughs> yes. four, five, six, seven, eight, yeah, nine, all the Hamilton ten, eleven, twelve. Mm-hmm. What round does what? It, all right, can we do this real quick? Yes. Can we? What song does Anthony play when music plays Just Friends? What song does Anthony Hamilton play he to get Just one. Friends out of here? You don't, don't have one. What song does Anthony Hamilton play to get Beautiful out of here? Hold on. You're my baby. I, yeah, my I love. I'm trying, Anthony. I'm trying. <laughs> All night, you make me. Yeah. Want you I... to drive me crazy. But we're not going for the competition. Verse isn't even about competition yes, anymore. No, it's what not. What song is getting girl next door out of here? He don't have what it. What song is okay. getting B-U-D-D-Y out of here? He don't have a don't change. He don't have a um okay, he don't well, have a break what would you, you put against Charlene. Then? He don't have a love. Charlene. I wouldn't even put one of the best songs up there. If he's doing Charlene. Then I would do love. If he does Charlene, I would do love. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I agree with that. I'm just saying, Anthony Hamilton may not have the volume, right? He may not have the. He don't have. It's not even just the volume. It's the it's the quality and the nostalgia that music has. It's just not fair. I always said that a better, that a better, like they got to stop picking like, yo, these are the people that we think are like, no, y'all got to stop doing that. It's over for that. Y'all should have put music against Joe. Ooh, but Joe doesn't have the volume either though. Does he? Are you kidding me? The volume. Are you kidding me? Joe, how many albums does he have? Forget uh, Joe's got over ten albums. Did not know that. Did not know that. Joe, I mean, but we don't even have to do all ten albums to get to get Joe to twenty. I had no. Joe's got about five songs. Yes, Joe's got about five songs with G Unit. Um, you sing, (laughs) you sing one of his songs every week. Listening to Power, and I I even got it. Slap, don't it? Yeah. <laughs> right. I ain't got into um, baby. I wanna do all of the things a man won't do. Wait, is that Joe? That's Joe. 
Now, I wanna I, I've know, never understood. I wanna know what I've never understood why we don't give Joe more respect. Because I'm just like this. Because, but you don't think that Joe got the volume? No, I'm no, I'm just, no, I'm literally just saying I didn't know he had ten albums. But musically, vocally, like I don't know why he's not in the conversation more. Like, I think he is, but like, but he is, he's in that conversation amongst vocalists. He's not in that conversation amongst casual listeners. Well, yeah, I'm yeah. never talking to the casual listener. Yeah. And if I am, and if yeah. I am, it's, it, it comes off like this because I'm like, yeah. y'all think y'all know, and I'm not talking about you. Y'all, they think they know and they don't. Casual listeners are the people who thought that it was fair to put Brandy against Monica. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. This is just. The tragedy. You put Monica against Sierra. They did a song together. I, you get why they did it, but uh, but it's well, like yeah, yo, you get it. talking. But who but who who would go up against Brandy? Who, who? But for real, for real, who who else would you put there? Um, if not for Monica, um, does the does there have to be a parallel in the time era? Mm. I, I mean, how are you doing it? I'm, I mean, how, how are you doing I'm just thinking just vocally. The only person that could even be in the same room would be Jasmine Sullivan or Kim Burrell. I wouldn't even say Kim Burrell. I would say Jasmine Sullivan because of their tone and their lower register. Yeah, but I'm more so thinking hit-wise. Nobody. Yeah, I mean, I guess that was like the only... Because Monica can sing, but it's a different type of singing. Yeah, I I heard her live and okay. I was like, "Are we gonna ever not be flat? No. Are we gonna ever? No, in it. No, no, we're not. Background singers. No, we're not. I'm flat on smashing. I'm I'm flat on my albums. What? what, I'm flat on my (laughs) albums. Why? Why are you expecting me to be not flat in real life? I don't understand. No, 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 no. But this was this was like like everybody gets a moment, right? Like everyone gets a bad moment or a couple. Singing live, that's a lot, right? Like everyone gets oh whatever. It should have it should have been Monica versus Keisha Cole. Keisha Cole. Yeah. It should have been Monica versus Keisha Cole. Mm -hmm. I don't know who Brandy goes up against. I don't know. Not not hits, but if vocally, if we're talking vocally, then so yeah, I, I get what you're saying about you know Joe, um, music so child, Charlene. I mean uh, <laughs> Anthony Hamilton. But I'm really excited though because it's my favorite type of music outside of gospel music. It's like that neo soul, old school yeah. R&B kind of feel. Yeah. So, real music. It's real music. It's real music. So I'm really excited. And for me, mm-hmm. it's not about competition. It's just like the, the whole vibe that you get mm-hmm. from the moment. So mm-hmm. I'm excited about it. Right. All right, we've been talking, just talking, talking, talking. We gotta wrap this up. But I do have a couple questions for you. You said a couple of things online that i've got some questions about recently follow me follow me at robe period the period machine m-x-c-h-i-n-e follow me follow your boy so you put up a clip <laughs> from a recent podcast like, i don't know if y'all should follow him because <laughs> he's saying some things i disagree with and he <laughs> <laughs> and um he was kind of just like snapping on single women who, who um, have, have a belief system that says men should plan dates because that shows us his ability to lead. Who said that? And Keith was going off. 
Keith was like, I went off. Keith was snapping. This is what Keith said. Keith said, and I quote, mm. I'm not boyfriend material. I'm <laughs> husband material. Yeah. Keith yeah. also said, I don't plan dates well. And your point wasn't that about the whole dating <laughs> thing was like, why are you trying to like measure someone's ability to leave based on them planning dates? And also what's the end goal here? Because like, are you trying to get a boyfriend or a husband? And, gotta, and I'm like, okay, Keith, you got some points, but also however come, I need you to elaborate. Like I elaborated. <laughs> <laughs> what part you want me to elaborate on? I had a, I did a whole segment on it. So I, elaborated. I feel like, why don't you think, why don't you think that a man planning dates isn't him showcasing leadership? Because it's not, <laughs> it's not. <laughs> I'm showcasing how well I can plan that don't show how well I can lead. Sure, I know how to plan rendezvous. Sure, I can peer into your mind. Not even in your mind. I can peer into the mind of a woman and figure out exactly what she likes. Sure. And I can present that to you. That does not say that I can lead in a in a in a relationship, in a long-term relationship as your spouse. That's not what that said. It doesn't say it totally, but this is what we're saying. Having the ability to plan mm-hmm. is a necessity when you are a leader. A leader sure, who plan but that's well. different. That's different from that's different from saying the ending statement from that post wasn't. She wants to plan dates. Uh, she wants you to plan dates. Plan. That wasn't it. It was lead. Mm. That's that. It said the ending statement was if you know how to do this. If if that's if um stop stop asking women where they want to go. Mm-hmm. Plan a date. Lead. Again, it making ended decisions, with leads. Because making decisions, that is something that leaders do. I'm right? not making decisions. I'm making a, I'm having a plan. I'm giving you, I'm planning a date. You're asking me to plan a date. And um, my point is not everyone is good at planning a date. That is not saying that they're not good at planning. I'm an incredible planner. I do a podcast every every week, you know what I'm saying? And I've, you know, and just dispersing it everywhere and figuring, you know, I, I got a whole list of how things should be done. Uh, this whole week, I've got things, I got a whole list of how I'm going to execute X, Y, and Z. When it comes to dating, I'm saying that that is not always an indicator. And women, please stop looking at, well, because you're going to miss out on somebody. You're going to miss out on somebody great and incredible just because they took you to Ruth Chris instead of um, instead of Magianos or something, because that's not what you wanted. I don't know that. You know what I'm saying? I don't. A good day for me might not be a good day for you. Him asking you might be a part of the plan. So he's saying like, yo, what do you want to do? And you already dis, you already disengaged because he asked you what you wanted to do. Dang. Instead of saying, oh, he don't know how to lead. You could say, dang, maybe he's being considerate. Maybe he's trying to consider me on a date. Maybe he wants to make sure that I'm having a good time on a date as opposed to just showcasing how great of a planner that he can be. You don't even know that me being able to plan dates comes through years (laughs) of me having to plan dates with multiple women. 
I can get that skill by not being um, by not being um, monogamous, by not being um, committed to one person. I, I could plan. I could I might be planning a date and taking you out on the very same date that I took 50 other women out on. <laughs> oh, he knows how to plan dates, girl. That's my husband. Stop <laughs> it's, it. But it's not it's not. It's, but that's not the ultimate thing we're saying, though. I think I think one, there's a difference between. <laughs> first date in day team, right? When I heard it, I was considering my personal experience with this. And I'm just like, no, that absolutely matters. I'm not saying it don't Especially. matter. Especially. Okay. So but I'm I'm literally telling you as a man, not to cut you off, I, I, I do want you, I'm trying to just get you to understand where <laughs> I'm at. As a man, I'm letting you know personally as a mm-hmm. man who has gone out on dates and who has planned certain dates, I'm not a good date planner. I'm not boyfriend material. I'm not. So I'm not the, like, girl, he did this. Girl, Help he me with showed, that, though. I, I got you. Help me with that, though, because you're going to continually date as a married man, right? No. <laughs> personally, <laughs> personally, no, I'm not. Not, I'm not going to date my wife. I'm, this is me personally. I'm not going to date my wife as if. I think this is the disconnect a lot of times because they're like, yo, you got to take your wife out on a date. You got to treat her as if, you know, like as, as if you still trying to get her. You trying to do. No, 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 no. But I think that's different for each person. And um, uh, certain people need to have certain motivations in their relationships that keep them going and to keep them, um, you know, to keep them spruced up and to keep them, um, you know, on the up and up. Mm hmm. This is this is I mean, but that's the thing. People, it's like, man, I gotta fit. Like, yo, if you don't fit into this, if you don't fit into what my apostle told me, if you don't fit into this person that <laughs> my that, yeah, if you don't I went on a date does that talk talk about your apostle the whole time. Um <laughs> oh no, Keith, who you went on a date with? They was talking about the apostle the whole no, 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 oh no. I've got experiences where I'm trying to tell you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> So you try to fit this whole other person. You try to fit this whole other person into this image of what you think that they should be. If you don't do this, if you don't do that, if you don't do this and you don't do that, we can't be. I might not be what you want, but ultimately I might be what you want because I'm what you really need. And so many times people look at people look at relationships as if as you know, like as if this check, you know what I mean? I got this checklist. You got to check this off. You got to check that off. Fam, if people talk about, um, people talk about, uh, you know, Ruth and um, Boaz all the time. Boaz wasn't what Ruth was looking for outwardly, probably. Boaz was an older man. Boaz wasn't oh. even our closest kinsman, kinsman redeemer, but he was the kin- Nothing romantic he, about yeah, it. Yeah, he was the kinsman redeemer. Boaz was like, Boaz was like, yo, I've seen you from across the joint. People telling me everything. People telling me these great things about you. Listen, um, we gonna find, we gonna try to find you somebody. If if you can, if we can't find nobody more suitable, then I got you. You know what I'm saying? But people, yeah. they always try like, well, where's my Boaz? Fam, he probably passed you about five daggone times, but you ain't want him because he ain't take you out on a date that you wanted or he asked you what you wanted. And that's the other thing. That's the other thing. It's like, oh, man, 
you yo, just plan the date. Don't ask me nothing about it. If you ask me about it, then we got no. it. We, we got an issue. No, but then on the other not. hand, but like, but no, that's what no, I'm literally as I'm going off of what the post said. I that's my issue is with the post and with the thinking behind that. My issue ain't with women. My issue is with the mindset of one size fits all. And I think we do that. I agree with that. We do that in Christianity all the time. And it's so daggone jacked up. Like he got to be like this. He got us talk like this. And it's like, yo, how about he just be like Christ and you find the Christ in him. And if you find him attractive, Mm -hmm. then y'all go from there. He's not going to check off every single box. We live in a real world. Yeah. So my, I, I agree with that. Considering that you were responding specifically to the, the post. post, but in general, my thing is, and you, and you said it um, earlier, you said you're a great planner. You're right. You do this, 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 this in your everyday life, you're planning constantly. And I personally believe that, or not, I want to say, I won't even say I personally believe I personally desire that mm. trait in my future husband, right? This is the frustrating piece. When you say I'm a good planner, I can do that all over here, but you can't keep that same energy when it comes to me, the one you were trying to, the one you're, you know, committing yourself to pursue. Right. So it's just like, I see, I see you giving all this energy and you can do it so well over here. Why can't you? It's the same thing. I've gone so far, Keith. I've gone so far. Let me testify. I have gone so far. I've gone so far to literally create a note. Mm-hmm. I said, all right, hey, here, here are like a bunch of restaurants that have patios. Here are a bunch of restaurants that we love. Here are a bunch of restaurants that um are good for brunch, right? Just, okay. Then here are a bunch of like activity spots, right? Here's like an axe throwing spot. Here's mm-hmm. a, I don't know, paint with a twist. kind of Like here's just a bunch of activities. And then here's a bunch of like free stuff, mm-hmm. right? So like, uh, I don't know, hiking or botanical mm-hmm. gardens or just random, you know, outdoorsy mm-hmm. or just free stuff, right? I'm like, here's just here's just a list of things to do in our city, right? Um, that are fun and are different. Just 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 for your reference, for you to, you know, refer to at your leisure when you want to plan. All you gotta do is pick an activity, pick a restaurant, boom, you got a date. Do you know it didn't matter? Oh, oh uh some some guy. So, so, and, and, okay. So this is, this is what I'm saying here. So me being a great planner, which I am, I'm, I'm very confident in saying that just, I can plan, but especially if I'm first meeting you, if I'm interested in you, cause that's what the post was about a woman that you're interested in. I'm interested mm-hmm. in you partially a large in part because I don't know you. So me asking you what you want to do is not necessarily saying I'm not going to plan the date. You're going to plan the whole Mm -hmm. date. It's more than planning a date because I can plan a date. Can I plan a date that you would want to be on and that you would have a great time in? So that's, you know, so where you at with with, with old boy, when you was like, yo, I did this and I put it all out there for you. All you got to do is copy and paste and like, you know what I mean? Like just do, you know, switch this with mix and match. Yeah. (laughs) Nah, that's no. See, I mm, we are just worldly perspective versus a, a heavenly perspective. Um, one of those things would be 
you know, engulfed in that and a heavenly perspective would be intentionality. So I think intentionality covers a multitude of sins. And that's I think that's the underlying thing that the underlying word that we haven't said is intentionality, because if I'm intentional Mm -hmm. about it, like I said, I think it'll cover a multitude of sins. It's like, yo, what's the thought that counts? He put in the effort to do this and that and all of that. So he planned. He but but I can ask you, that's a part of the plan. Me asking you what you would mm. like to do. We might not do everything you want to do, but I do want to mm. make sure that you have a good time. So I now have something in my mind. This is what mm-hmm. she likes to do. So I can plan around this. Maybe I can, mm-hmm. uh, maybe I can do this, but do it, put a spin on it since she's already mm-hmm. done this multiple times. You don't know. So, but I'm saying the sheer fact that He's asking you something about what you want to do does not make him a poor planner. It does not mean that he does not know how to lead. It don't even if I don't know how to even if I plan the poorest of dates and we on the date and like, man, ain't nothing. I ain't like the food we ate. I ain't like where you took me after. I ain't want to go on no daggone walk after this. But we had a great conversation and I can, I can listen to this man and talk to this man. And he can tell me this, then and third, I can learn from him. And wow, he's very receptive of the knowledge that I have. Also, these are things that I wanted a man that I didn't even know at the time that I wanted in a man, because I want this Instagram relationship as opposed to a relationship that will actually help me grow. I'm not saying Instagram that's- is important. <laughs> <laughs> It's all about the aesthetic. Yeah. You said it. You said it. So all about the aesthetic. He took me here, girl. He led well. He knows how to lead. He took me to the botanical gardens. And I and how did he just know that I like flowers? <laughs> Women, and I, I I'm I, I have no problem with saying this. Women just want you to know things. They just want you to know without you asking them. And sorry, women, that is unrealistic. We are going to have to ask questions. I agree with that to agree, but. And I'm speaking in generalization. You ain't going to have to guess with me. I'm going to tell you exactly what I need because I, because I, because I feel like when it comes to anybody, whether it's, you know, familial relationships, um, platonic friendships, Mm -hmm. None of us know how to love each other. Mm-hmm. We know how to like love in general, right? But I don't know how to what you need or what you. I don't know any of that. Like, so I'm gonna teach you. And I think, and I think that's why it frustrated me because it's just like I was responding in my mind mentally. I was like busting at you, like in the, in the, in the post. I'm like, no, keep that ain't it. But it's because I know my experiences mm-hmm. and I know I've been very vocal. Like, this is what I need. This is what I require. This is what I like. And it's like, okay. and you're a rarity. You are a rarity because most most women, they they won't because a, a lot. Of, and let me I'm speaking in generalizations. There are a large group of women of the female persuasion that just expect you to know what it is that they like. And get mad when you don't get it right. Yeah, I try not to get upset over unspoken yeah, expectations not being met. I try. But I do. We, I think we all have those moments where we expect something, expect our partners to just know. But I ain't your partner. Yeah. I'm interested in you. Mm. And, I, and and that's the difference, too, because, yeah, you can't have expectations at that point. 
I mean, you you can. You don't know how to leave because you, you don't already know what I like. <laughs> he, girl, he don't know how to leave. He not Jesus. <laughs> y'all want y'all want the same. Y'all want Jesus. That's who y'all want. Please pursue him. That's who y'all want. Y'all want the Lord. <laughs> Okay, so Valentine's Day was yesterday. Yes, it was a great time. We're recording this. We're recording. This. <laughs> <laughs> we had a wonderful time, Valentine's Day. I was, awesome. I'm claiming it right now. The name. What did you do? Where'd you take her? Like, where'd y'all go? <laughs> Come on, let's create the scene. Come see, on. <laughs> see, I'm speaking in the future, so I'm sure future me planned an incredible time. Um, after having asked um, said person, future person who I don't even know who it is yet, what they would like to do. I'm pretty sure we did those things in in, <laughs> in one order or another. And I mm-hmm. do a little razzle dazzle in there. Come on with like, the now, razzle dazzle. What I would do on Valentine's Day. Yo, yo, let's talk about this. Are men supposed to get gifts on Valentine's Day? I don't know the etiquette. Yes. Give me a yeah, gift. Me a Give thing. me a gift on Valentine's Day. I don't know the etiquette. Oh, let me tell you a Valentine's Day story. Mm-hmm. So I was dating this guy in college, yeah. right? And um, and uh, I was so excited because it was going to be my first, like, like I had dated several guys before him. Well, not several, Jesus. That's something. That's something. No, I don't. I, I had dated guys before him, right? What? But every Valentine's Day. You was dated just- guys before him? <laughs> let me just get to the story. Okay. So dating the guy and I was like, really. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just I, knew that. Admittedly, this was so shut I dated. Up, <laughs> I dated. I, I admit, I dated guys before this man. That's not my husband. <laughs> my point is, I was really looking forward to this because it wasn't my first Valentine's. It was just going to be like I just knew it was going to be the first, like really, really good Valentine's Day, right? Mm. Um, based on how our dating experience had gone to that mm. point, up to that point. Mm. So I'm all just like expectations right like this is gonna be the greatest valentine's day ever um all in my mind i had not told him what i wanted or anything like that and um the day comes around Mm -hmm. and he does not reach out to me not like good morning happy valentine's day didn't have anything at the door for me like the first thing in the morning he wasn't like waiting outside my door 6 a.m nothing like that right so i'm like okay go to class and stuff See? <laughs> go to class, you know, get out of class, no text, no call. Okay. Day is over. I get back. What time home. you get up? I don't what time you get up for real? This is a real question. This is this was in college. Yeah. So I'm sure I was up around nine. So you up you were at school, you were in class at 9 a.m. Mm-hmm. I probably didn't have a class before 11. Okay. But you were okay. Up. So like because yeah. mm. I've been I've been in love before. I'm not saying that you were in love, but I've been there before, like where your day starts and you thinking about that person. So and like you're thinking you've probably thought about that person a thousand times before mm-hmm. nine o'clock. So it seems like the whole day has passed when really they getting their day started just now. No, it was a whole day because I, mm-hmm. I I went to class, I went to the mm-hmm. gym, got back home, took a shower, and I started cooking myself dinner. The whole oh, day had gone had by, dinner. and I and I I had not heard from him Valentine's Day, right? Yeah. So I'm at this point pissed because you weren't supposed to be by cooking noon, by noon. 
No. You always you were supposed no. to have been out on a date by by dinner time. Yes, with someone's cute outfit on and some heels. Yes. So mm. he comes pulling up around eight, nine o'clock, like happy Valentine's Day. Let's go. Like, and apparently he, I think he had had like reservations. He had, I don't know what he did, but it was something like, so he says. He had like asked the manager whatever place he was gonna be have us at. Like, could we have it like after after hours and like just for us? And he had arranged something. And his whole thing was like, I was building the anticipation because I wanted to surprise you. And I'm like, no, because you didn't call me at 8 a.m. You didn't say nothing. I I don't want it. He didn't have to go back to the place wherever it was, cancel the reservations. I'm kidnapping <laughs> you at that point though. We're we're both gonna be wrong today. <laughs> Listen, I was mad. I was so mad. I'm just like, why couldn't you just call? He over here excited the whole day. He's excited because he's just like, she's gonna love this See? and See? like and and, and guess what he I'm did? Mad. And guess what he did? Guess what he did? Guess what he did? He, he planned, planned it. He planned. He planned all of that. <laughs> exactly. He also had babies on me though, so of him. <laughs> Man, see, not an indication. <laughs> but yeah, you're right though, because I promise you, bro. He had this whole elaborate plan, and yeah, ain't no you at all. <laughs> Just call. But I don't know the call. I know to build anticipation. I'm well, building at the that anticipation. Point he knew. At that point, he mm. knew. Obviously, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't know because he did something <laughs> opposite of what you wanted him to do. See? All right. I accept your argument differently now that we've talked about it. Thank you. I'm glad I got to experiment on it. I appreciate that. Thank you for the opportunity to do that. Mm-hmm. Before you just write, yeah, write me like- off as this terrible man. <laughs> I appreciate that. But we do, man, we do appreciate when y'all plan dates. And it's not because we, it, it's a decision thing. Like, are you able to make decisions? Like, can I trust you to make decisions? And again, there are other ways they can show that. But early on, this is, no, this is, this I'm, is I, uh, what, what, what do you like to do? Just, just decide. I'm deciding to ask you. <laughs> and I, I've, I've had conversations like that. I'm, I'm literally that way. I'm decide. I have decided. I, I've had women tell me. I've had. <laughs> I've had women tell me. Um, I'm like like little stuff. Like not even little stuff. Because to me, the little things are the big things. Because this is what I'm going to yes. have. Forget a date. I'm. We're not going out on dates every every week. We're not going out on dates. If I'm not taking future wife. I'm not <laughs> taking you out every week. I'm not. What about? Uh, y'all alternate. She take you no, out. No, I don't want to go out. I'm my own body. And if you know me, you know that I don't want to go out all the time. I just want to stay in the house and be with my wife. What about indoor oh, dates? Movie that's nights. just us being in the house. Stop calling them dates, wife. Like, like what, <laughs> If you're out here calling them dates, they're not dates. We're, I'm living with you. They are. I'm living with you. No, maybe call them dates in your that's head. Very, no, that's very different. Being at the house is very different than intentionally setting aside time to put on a movie, grab dinner, whatever. But that's, spend quality Yeah, time. but that's what you value, right? You would need somebody that values or, or longs to honor you in that way. Yes. Yes. My love language is quality time. I don't no, want no, this no. time. No, 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 it's not. No, it's not. Cause you putting caveats <laughs> on it. Cause quality time is staying in the house together. 
And you know what I mean? You want quality, yeah. you want quality time on your terms. I want us to have an agreed definition on what quality time is. Would that not be one of your terms? Yes. All I'm saying is being in the same house, right? Mm-hmm. Is not the same as spending time together. No, I'm saying, of course, spend time together, but I don't always want, I don't always want to go out. I don't always want to go out. I do think date nights are important. I want to be pursued eternally, just like Jesus pursues me eternally. But Jesus don't take me. you out on dates every day. He don't, he don't, <laughs> he don't. He pursue you. The Lord pursues you. And I'm not, I'm not comparing us to Jesus, but the Lord does pursue you in different ways in ways that you're not expecting and in ways that you wouldn't necessarily agree with. You know what I'm saying? So, but it is ultimately bringing you closer together and the same. I'm like, man, I need my, I want to feel it. I want to feel the pursuit. Man, one day you're going to wake up and say, man, we closer than we've ever been. And I didn't even know that, that it was happening. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Um, what could this be? I must ignore. But then there's something there that wasn't there before. What Disney song is that? Um, Beauty and the Beast. Oh, I've never seen, never seen Beauty not and the Beast. Not, not from beginning to end. <gasps> that's why. That... <laughs> what do you mean? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm not. No, I'm not. No, no. Beauty, you got to watch Beauty and the Beast. They need it. <laughs> They were polar opposites and they mm-hmm. wanted one thing and another one and another thing. Mm-hmm. And then they, they came together and realized that they were exactly what each other needed. Um, you know, I, I want both though. I want someone that I'm like, okay, you know, man, I needed you, but I also want to want them too. I, I don't like the narrative. that's just like, you know what? You may not get what you want, but no, you no. get what you need. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you said that because that's not what I'm, that's not what I'm driving at, that you're not going to want the person that you need. Um, I'm not saying that. I think God is good enough to give us things that we need, but also things that certain things that we want. You know what I mean? Things that we want that won't hurt us. You know what I mean? And won't yeah. drive us away from him. Uh, but I do think yeah. that you will want your husband and he will want you. I do believe that. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and for me, me, myself personally. Yeah. That want, that desire for me, it looks like wanting to spend time with me. It's very hard for me in my mind to conceptualize the idea that a man wants me but does not want to be around me. But you did you you got that from what I said about being in the house? That no, 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 no. no I just know that like for some, that's enough. Like I'm around you, mm-hmm. and that ain't enough. For yeah, me. yeah, yeah. You yeah. know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, yeah. You need a guy that can communicate and. um I mean, I think both both people need people that can communicate um, and not just communicate, but empathize and be willing to um, to sacrifice. Sometimes like, yo, I don't I might not want to go to the ice skating rink, but I'm going to do it because mm-hmm. my girl wants to go to the ice skating rink and I want to yeah. make her happy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And vice versa. Yeah. Right. Like, because I, I, because I, I just believe like it's. I don't I don't be thinking that people be asking for too much. I mean, I mean, the the, the whole like plan a date. I'm not going to tell you nothing. Mm. Just know that's a little bit too much. But in general, especially the, the women I surround myself with, I don't think we're asking for too much. I don't. <laughs> I don't think you're asking for too much. And I don't think women like you 
are asking for too much is what I will say. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And I surround myself with women who are like-minded. Okay. Y'all women that are like-minded stay in the race. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Keith, it's been wonderful. Thank you so much. I had much so much fun, man. Coming. Thank you so much. I, yeah, this has been this has been really fun. Yeah. Thank you. Please tell the people where they can find you, how they can support you, follow you, and all the things. Um, right now, we've been trying out um, this Patreon thing. Um, yeah, we are on Patreon. Um, you can find everything that I do at this point. Um, that's not on Instagram. On Patreon.com backslash Fresh Air Media. That's Patreon. Patreon is spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com backslash fresh h e i r media um yeah we all my pod, all the podcasts going forward are on there um we got episodes like full episodes starting off at a dollar a month like you know you get all the episodes every full length episode we did for a dollar and yeah just start off there see if you like it. Cool. That's exciting. Y'all go over, head over to Patreon, Mm -hmm. subscribe, and other things. They have a lot of fun on Thank God. I really want you to come on. I'm waiting. I'm waiting on my invitation. Um, We'll we'll talk. We'll talk. We'll talk. That was me trying to think of a date right there, not like me trying to figure out if I wanted to come on. I definitely want you to come (laughs) on. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I'm really excited about that. All right, y'all. Well, let's get into brownie points. This is a segment that we just take a quick moment to celebrate ourselves, celebrate the small victories, the major victories, whatever it is. This is your moment to say, I'm proud mm. of me. Keith, what are you giving yourself? Brownie points for you know how necessary this is. Wow. What an amazing. I mean, I know I did it the last time and I probably had the same reaction. <laughs> because I don't keep giving myself brownie points. I'm like, this is life. This is what men do. You're just doing what a man supposed to do. And no, yeah. no. Um, Celebrate yourself, yeah, man. Um, I recently moved. I made a move and I stepped out on faith, made a physical move and a spiritual move and a parental move. And I think that God will honor that. And I, and he has been honoring that. Um, yeah. And God is working wonders in it. Um, Yeah. Without faith, it is impossible to please him. And I'm understanding how much he wants us to have faith so that he can be. Yeah. Please. That's incredible. I love that. I love that. And when you get to a space where things are not as fresh, I would love to have a parental conversation with you from a man. Yeah. I mean. I'm, I I remember I just because I've thought about this. I'm like, man, I know I did that podcast with her. And then right after that, I had a baby. I want to ask you feel about it. <laughs> yo, <laughs> yo, me and my friends talked about it. I'm like, I want to ask you feels about that. Yo, okay, so let me give you a quick context. So I forget how I found Keith online, but I come across his page. He's an apologist sharing all these amazing things about the scripture and just like his ability to interpret it. So I'm just like, this is powerful. This man's mm-hmm. powerful. Invite him on the podcast, have this conversation about, you know, uh, Christianity. And the man is just ministering to people, right? I mean, just full of the Holy Spirit. Even in the episode, like you could just, Mm. I'm like, this man is anointed, right? 
it wasn't like a few weeks later that like I see baby shoes as a picture. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> Who printed <Yeah>. this? <laughs> I was, when I tell you me, my friends was weak. Because <laughs> um, it, Particularly one friend, because I have one friend who um, she she tends to assume that people of faith do not fornicate. Mm. And I tend to assume that everyone is having sex, (laughs) literally everyone. Right. So she's like, what? Wasn't he just on your I'm like, girl, the the saints be doing it. But no, I really now is no longer I who sin, but the but the flesh. (laughs) But you were saying the timing was yeah, (laughs) yeah. She's adorable. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. She is so cute. uh, But yeah, I see. I see a lot of your posts, and I think that would be a necessary conversation to have from a black man's, a single black man's, a single parent black. You know what I'm trying to say. A black man that's a single parent. I want to say, can I can I just have the space to say to your listeners? Um, I mean, you they still might not agree, and that's perfectly fine with me. Um, this was not me having having my daughter was not a decision, like was not um something that was just by happenstance. This was something that was thought about, something that was she was planned. Um it was something that I did for another individual um, out of the kindness of my heart. Um, my friend at the time who wasn't able to bear children and was, you know, they were pretty much barren. And me, in many respects, I want to paint it beautifully, but like I just got to tell it how I'm telling it. At the time, this was me like just being a super Christian. And when you are, I've learned that when you are a super Christian (laughs) and when you're trying to be super Christian, you're not really being Christian at all. But I feel and I still feel like my heart was in the right place in regards to like the intent about it. Like, okay, well, you you are unable to have kids Um, um, in, you know, in the natural way. We did not conceive my daughter through um, natural means. Um, We went to a fertility clinic. And we, we, she was conceived that way. I was very adamant about that. I was very adamant about like, I'm not having sex with you to have this baby. Um, I want to be able to help you raise a child and be and for her, him or her at this time to be salt and light in the world. I think that you would make a good mom. I know that I'm going to make a great dad. Um, you were going to have children anyway. She was going to have children anyway. Um, what I did not want to happen is for a person, to, another person to come into this world without a father. And so, you know, at that time, she was my friend. And I said, I will help you along this way. And what better way in that sense to help you? But, you know, she needs to be my kid as well. That that puts the emphasis yeah. on it for me. You know what I mean? The intentionality, like that is my flesh and my blood. And so, um, you know, that that's why that came about. I know that there's, you know, I understand people not agreeing with it. I understand people mm-hmm. um, feeling a way about it. I'll be honest, this was something that I prayed about. Um, and so here we are. She's a beautiful little girl who her mm-hmm. favorite song is Jesus Loves Me. Um mm-hmm. I'm I'm trying my hardest to be the best dad that she could possibly ever have outside of Christ. 
know what I mean? And that is by showing her crack. Yeah, we're let's let's just after this, just go ahead and get us another date to have that yeah, episode. Because yeah. I ain't never. <laughs> Y'all should see my face. I'm over here like, huh? What? Yeah, what? Yeah. What? What? Yeah. It keeps getting like more. Like, and I, I never heard of anything yeah. like, I mean, outside of, outside of movies, mm-hmm. like silly rom-coms. Yeah. I've never heard of anything yeah. like this, especially from a believer. Yeah. So that is for sure a conversation I want to have mm-hmm. with you. Like, wait, you decided to help a friend out by having a child mm-hmm. together that, that what what kind of favor yeah. what kind of what kind of favor yeah. <laughs> um yeah um, she had a, um pre so yeah. i don't not to tell all her business even though we aren't on the best of terms i still want to be respectful to my daughter's mother but she had a pre-existing condition um where pretty much i mean it's endometriosis pretty much like where it punishes you for not having kids, you know, having a conversation and doing some research on it. Sometimes it dissipates the pain lessons and all of that type of stuff. If you are, if you do become pregnant, you know what I mean? So, you know, all the signs for me were pointing towards help this person out at the time. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I would love to talk to, is, to you about yeah, it. Yeah. Cause yeah, it's, cause it's I'm, so much I'm deeper than away. that. Yeah. Cause I, I, I think I'm at in this moment, and this could be me being super just simple-minded, but so forgive me if I'm offensive, but <laughs> to be so safe, like I'm gonna pray about mm-hmm. this, I'll you know help you have a child. Mm-hmm. Um, but I ain't gonna have sex because I love mm-hmm. the Lord. Let's just do this at the mm-hmm. clinic. That mm-hmm. I'm I'm blown mm-hmm. away. Cause in my mind, and of course, because I don't want children. In my mind, I think at least get some enjoyment out of it. <laughs> at least have fun getting her ears. Like in my mind. So, <laughs> so I definitely want to have that conversation. So y'all stick around because he'll be back. Because Jesus, yeah. this is. My, and this, I, this I, is, think, I think it'll be very therapeutic for me. If I'm to be honest. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's yeah. do it. Let's do it. Well, thank you, Keith. My, I'm giving myself brownie points for um, consistently creating content. I know that's right. I gave myself the same brownie points like two or three weeks ago. I was at like around three weeks straight. But y'all, like, your girl was killing me, yeah. okay? Like, Sundays have been my content creation day. I go take my tripod. I go downtown the city. And I'm sure folks be driving by looking at me like, like I'm crazy because I'm out here, you know, posing and being silly and doing silly stuff or whatever, talking to myself. But like I'm getting it done. I'm I'm creating by the batch, and I'm just that's, you know, that's how I, I preach day. that. That's how you got to do that thing. Yeah. Yes. yes. So I'm really proud of myself, and it in 2022 has given me some momentum, and I'm just hoping I can just ride this wave on out for the whole year. So yeah, I'm really proud of myself in that yeah. regard. Um, so whatever you're giving yourself brownie points for, write it down. Post about it on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, whatever you want to do, but celebrate yourself because it's really important that we give ourselves credit for the things we do well and not always criticize ourselves for the things that we didn't do so, so amazingly. Thank y'all for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. (laughs) Um, Follow me on social media, everything Ali B on Instagram and Facebook, Mother Wound Healer on TikTok. You can, listen, you can listen to this podcast now directly from Facebook and from YouTube and um, share with your people, share, follow, subscribe, do all the things. And I will leave you with this.
I hope that you be well. I hope that you love well. And I hope that you be loved well. You deserve that. Until next week, bye. Thank you.